Hey, what's going on, family? This is your boy, Santa Kamal, Pastor Santa Kamal. We're at the Real World right now. I'm going to introduce my man, my brother. What's up, y'all? You know, we welcome you all to the Real World Show. Shout out to everybody that's been watching. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting the movement. We thank you all for joining us tonight. I know it's been long overdue. I know you've been waiting for us, but you know we have to re-up for the third season. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Shout out to everybody that's been watching. Shout out to everybody that's just, you know, that helped us to get to this point, that helped us to get to this level. We love all of you and we thank you for watching the show. And we're here with a very special guest. Introduce yourself, sir. My name is Arthur Campbell. I'm from originally from Brooklyn, born and raised. I enjoy the community. I love Brooklyn. I mean, this is the place to be. <laughs> so shout out to Arthur for being here with us today. Shout out to all you that's watching the show today. And we thank you all for supporting us and still being here with us after all this time, you know. Just being here with us and just continue supporting the show. Shout out to everybody that's donated to the GoFundMe thus far. Um, that's www.gofundme.com backslash the real word. Shout out to everybody that's still watching the show after all this time. The people that subscribe to the YouTube, that's youtube.com um, backslash Cifa channel backslash the real word. And... I think that's it. Shout out to the Brick TV for having us on television. Everybody that's coming out to support us. Everybody that's been watching the show thus far. We love you back. Definitely. So tell the people about yourself, my brother. Well, basically, I'm an entrepreneur trying to come up, trying to, you know, make things happen for our people. Mm. You know, it's time for us to start to, you know, unite and understand the world in which we live in now. Mm. And, and, and what kind of world you feel like we live in right now? Well, the world that we live in, and we're in an economic crisis right now. And we need to really, like, depend on your brother, your fellow brother man, and your neighbor. Everybody needs to congregate because the things that's happening in Brooklyn, it's something that I never saw before. And I've been here all my life. What was that? This gentrification. Mm. Gentrification is really taking over our our barrel and once upon a time Brooklyn was for everybody now it seems like they're trying to make it for just specific people and when you say specific, you're talking about white people exactly oh mm, that's right that's right but the thing is i don't think i think i think what's going to happen with brooklyn is what's going to happen in harlem you feel me is what happened in harlem or what's what what happened in harlem for example you know what i'm saying you have your you have the white side you have the black side you know what i'm saying yeah so you know, they, they can't kick out everybody, to be honest with you. And, and and the thing is that people think that to solve the solution is by moving to Georgia, but they're coming to Georgia too. They're going everywhere. It's just that we as a people, we have to understand the power of unity. We have to understand the power of togetherness. We have to understand of really um, building capital with our with our own, you know, stacking money together and everything like that, and you know, having collateral and owning businesses. I think that's what it is, you know? Well. But somewhere along the line, we as black people, because we owned Brooklyn at one point, well, we had some, you know, passed down from generation to generation. Mm -hmm. But you could say that blacks, in a sense, sold out. As in, yeah. a few blacks, they had a couple properties, and, you know, someone came and knocked the door and said, hey, I'll give you this cash. I'll give you cash for your home, and people sold out, you know? I'm pretty sure that's happened to you, too, right, Uncle? Yes, and it happened to me on, well, actually... When I started into this real estate, uh, I started with only like $1,500. Wow. $1,500. It was a young black brother that reached out to me, you know, 
you know, he get, put me on the path of what it was and how it is, but I had to go through my motion and my understanding of learning the language, understanding the economics, and understanding the situation as far as your credit and everything is concerned. He didn't give me the whole scope, but just by opening that one door, it allowed me to, you know, find out more things about things that I didn't know about. So how did you guys meet each other? Basically, um, you don't have to, have to, have to check the details. Right? No, but basically, we met through somebody else. Okay, yeah, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what's up. And we did some business together, some real estate business. And since then, you know, I'm getting to know Otha, seeing that he was a real dude, one of the few real OGs out here trying to put these young brothers on. So you know, when you meet older cats like him who's trying to put you on. And the thing that resonated with me is he's like, yo, we got to help our own people out. You know, he kept he kept reiterating that to me. Like, yo, we got to help our own people out. Like, that's what the other coaches do. Like, the Chinese do it, the Jews do it, yeah. everybody do it. Why can't we help each other? behind that, bro. You know? Get understand. And so when Arthur told me that, I was like, all right, man. So we could be cool. Let's do business. And since then, you know, I've been, men- he's been mentoring me in regards to his real estate game and you know, he told me about the houses out in Jersey, and you know, we just... Oh, he's the one that told you about that, okay. Yeah, we just been building from there, you That's know? That's what's up. So, oh, shout out to all the people watching. I see a couple viewers on the inside. Um, I see live, live, love, live, laugh, love. Shout out to you. You said what up? So shout out to you. Shout out to yeah, everybody that's watching. You're still sharing, you know? Yeah, man. So shout out to everybody that's watching this live. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Otha, <laughs> as a kid, right, growing up in Brooklyn and how things are when you was growing up versus to, to now. What do you think is the biggest difference? Well, the biggest difference is uh, the price ranging of certain things. Once upon a time, you could have bought Brooklyn for a dollar. Now, they're asking you for 800000 for a two-family home. Who can afford 800000 Yeah. You can, you, can, you can be a civil service worker. You can, you can have... A decent salary, but when it breaks down to how it's going to transform to making their life and your lifestyle better, it doesn't. Oh, it really right. doesn't. Yeah. You have to, you know, really, really be a part of something to understand what forces and the forces that work against you to keep you down. Oh, the forces like what? What do you mean by the economic forces in terms of a lot of things that weren't really brought out to us in terms of taxes and, you know, things that can help you progress and make a better quality of life for you and your children. Mm. Shout out to Marcia Lewis. You know, she always showing love. She's one of the people that ask, what happened to the show? What happened to the show? Shout out to Marcia. We back. But yeah, you're right. I remember at one point, um, there was a couple people they were on the corner of Flatbush and Atlantic, right by the Barclay and Atlantic Mall. And it was like, Brooklyn is not for sale. Brooklyn is not for sale. They had a big sign that says Brooklyn not for sale. But I guess it was for sale because someone bought it. Almost <laughs> 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 everybody in Brooklyn sold out. Um, do you think it's because... One thing, once the rent goes up, everything else goes up. Everything. Everything goes up because... If you think about rent, the store, they pay rent. The restaurants, they pay rent. 
if they're not paying rent, they're paying taxes or they're paying for the property in that sense. So when you look at it that way, if the rent of the store or the restaurant goes up, then the clothes that they sell, the things that they sell, the food that they sell, all that goes up. So now we're paying more for these things and it makes it harder on all of us now. That's correct. And it makes it hard on you in terms of starting a family. You know what I mean? Because the first thing that you're going to think about is the economic side of how are you going to take care of what's going on now as opposed to bringing something new on and bringing that on to the nuance of what you do. You know what I mean? Or what exactly. kind of lifestyle you want to have. So when you was growing up, what type of lifestyle did you want to have, Arthur? Well, when I grew up, basically the lifestyle I wanted to have, I really didn't have no idea. You understand? I was just... I came through hard times, hard situations, you know, single parent home, you know, and uh, me and my two siblings, you know, we sometimes we had to live like in a big one bedroom, you know, just to get by, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But now, as I came to the fruition of being a man, you know what I mean, I started to understand a lot of things and what life has to offer. Life is a beautiful thing. In order for you to really get on the map, you have to have a foundation. This was something that I never had in my life before. Mm. You know what I mean? So, out of the process of me going through my, you know, my life experiences, each experience brought on a new, a new understanding of that I could be. Yeah, it brought a new understanding of how I can take myself from an impoverished level and build myself up into maybe a middle class level where I can afford the things that I would see like going by stores that you know my mother couldn't afford things like that that I would really like get excited about but uh it took me a while to understand and as I grew and as I grew further in my understanding that everything is economics because we control the economics by the dollars that we spend. Of course. A lot of people don't understand that. They don't understand the power of the black dollar, I feel like. A, a lot of us, as in black people, we like to spend on things, but... All right, I'm going to give you a perfect example. I remember I was talking to my coworkers. We went to a training, so it was a lot of different people from different offices, and I was talking about buying real estate and buying homes and doing moves like that. And some of them looked at me like I was crazy. One guy was like, why would you want to buy a house? That's too much work. You got to maintain it. You got to keep it up. This and I'm like, yeah, but you got to maintain everything. You got to maintain your car. You got to maintain your job. You got to maintain yourself, you know, groom yourself, get haircuts, brush your mm -hmm. teeth, go to the doctor, the dentist. All those things is upkeep, but you're making an investment that you could pass down versus to you're putting money in someone else's pocket that own it. And it was all looking at me like I was crazy. And then the man of a different race, he looked at me like, how did this guy know all these things? He's like, all right, that's enough. You can talk about something else now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, those are the things that we have to deal with as people of color, unfortunately. And it's like, we we stagnate ourselves because we sell ourselves short sometimes. Like that guy I was saying, like he, it was never in his wildest imagination or his wildest dream to purchase a house. He was like, for what? Like, why, why I'm doing that for? why and i feel like that's the biggest problem with our people like they're easily satisfied with the little bit that they have and whenever there's more on the table they feel like that's not for them it's for other people of other races like why you guys think people have that state of mind let's start with sanders the really lynch mindset 
That's what it is. Being enslaved. That's what it is. What do you think, Arthur? Misinformation. Information is everything. Because without information, you don't know what to look for. So who, so who or where can they get this information from? Well, first of all, let's start with the family structure. Our women these days are not like the women of yesterday. That's a big fact. You know, everything is you put on a wig and fake eyelashes and tight clothes and that's instant gratification. That's a fact of fake breasts and fake butts. That's a big fact. And all that. Life, life wasn't, God didn't intend for the human anatomy to be going through all these transformations. You, whatever God gave you, you accept that. Yeah, I heard about Nicki Minaj, she had an issue with her butt, so then now she's getting weight so she could do a fat transfer, take the fat out of her other body and put it in her butt so they could take the silicone out. I'm That's like, you doing crazy. all of that stuff for what reason? To maintain a, a false image of yourself. Right. I don't see your Cardi B doing that. Cardi B already has a fake butt. And fake she does? Butt. Yeah. Oh, wow. She admits to it already. Oh, That's, wow. That's a fact. That's crazy. But that's that's just selling yourself out to the masses of people about something that you're really not. I mean, originality. There's it, it, no criminality on originality. Facts. But the thing is, almost they make originality seem, seem, seem boring or seem whack in a sense. That's not whack. Shout out to women like um, um, Holly Berry, Garcelle Beauvau from Jamie Foxx show. Oh, yeah, Haitian girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That natural stuff is beautiful. It's beautiful. Nothing wrong with that. Like Zola Taylor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You see, I know my stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go sleep on me, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Renaissance guy. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Um, what's the name again, too? Um, Dorothy. Um, um, Dorothy. Dandridge. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Etta James. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Nothing wrong with being natural. Natural. You know what I'm saying? Nothing, nothing with being natural. I'm, it's Beyonce's natural, right? Yeah. 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 Beyonce has she real so butts, real all that, right? Yeah. We'll make sure. I know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z to come and Kelly facts. It's true. It's true. I'm all about the natural stuff. That's where it's at. Yeah. Speaking of Jay Z and Beyonce, Jay Z, little brother Kanye. Lately, he's been wilding out lately, especially on social media, and especially in regards to his support for Donald Trump. He's always wearing that mega hat, and recently he was complaining, saying that. He's been bullied for wearing the hat. Well, why would he not be bullied? The things that what it symbolize. You see, Trump symbolized white supremacy. Trump symbolizes um, 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 not only white supremacy. He also symbolizes misogyny. You feel me? He also symbolized white privilege. You yeah, what he represents and what he stands for. So um, the thing is that you know, you you can't turn that evil into a good you see what i'm saying yeah. we know what it's about because it was given to him he never exactly exactly so is that a good thing or a bad thing because we always talk about generational wealth and leaving it for our children the fact of the matter is i feel like someone shouldn't feel guilty about inheriting things from their parents because no, nothing wrong with that it's better if it's better if your parents give it to you than they give it to the state or give it to else. the state Exactly. Or or even to charity. I mean, there's nothing wrong with leaving things to charity. Like, I know some lady that died and left things to her dog, which is weird to me. <laughs> An animal. 
yeah, exactly. But I feel like us as people, as color, it's not a lot of us that's leaving things for our children. Like, you know, it's not a lot of us that have life insurance. A simple way exactly. to get it. You know, with life insurance, it's, it's an easy way for your family to obtain wealth through, I would guess, an emotional situation. But it's better if they receive money from your debt versus to receive debt. Because we also know that funerals are very expensive. Exactly. That's Speaking of that, funerals don't count. Spread love now. Shout out to Sanders and Patrick. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> uh, I want to basically ask a question. How do you feel about the Kavanaugh situation, the Kavanaugh case? They actually found out that the woman that accused of him of touching inappropriately, that they found pictures with him and her at gatherings and parties and everything like that. Wow. Okay. Speaking about that situation. All right. Uh, I mean, we all have a past. But after 30 years... Come on, what are they trying to do here? We really, really see, we really have to focus in on the political enlightenment of what these people are doing, what our government is doing. Right now, our government is so twisted, it's a big soap opera. But it's also an important thing because this guy is going to be, is putting in for the Supreme Court for life. For life. Mm -hmm. A lot of laws, and he can change things just by his decision. So you want somebody that's going to be fair. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying everybody has the likelihood of, you know, having a dirty past or whatever the case may be. But when it comes down to life situations, it's not just for one select group of people. It's for everybody, because that's what America is about. Mm -hmm. So my thing is that: Do you think? Um, because Senator Jeff, um, Jeff Flake, a Republican, he said, you know what? They need to do an FBI investigation, which was very fair. They are doing that. Because he said he, su he recommended it. He suggested it. He suggested yes. it, he but he recommended it. And yeah. everybody followed pursuit after that. So my thing is that, do you think that he's going to get in the bench? You don't think he's not going to get in no, the bench? No, no. He, he's, he's definitely, he's got, it's too much going on. Now it became a media circus. He so, passed the first vote, though, right? No, no. Okay. He didn't pass no vote. Okay. Just been going off, been going back and forth. I thought they did the first um, vote, and then he got to go for the second vote now. Nah, he ain't got no vote. They've been, they've been getting on his behind. The thing, the thing about that is, is basically to be a president and to and to put in place a Supreme Court justice yeah. that adds to your legacy as president. That's a fact. Because that person is there for life. That's, that's fact. And that's it's exactly. like, okay, this is the person that this president put in. Yeah. Because I think um, Obama put in one. Yeah. Obama put, I think, like, um, I think two or three, I think. Two. 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 Yeah. two. And um, Trump just put, just put just one just now. Neil, Neil um, 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 Gorsuch. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, so he went through. Though. He went through two because the thing is a man of integrity. He was a solid conservative and but he was fair as well too you see now, what i'm saying bush put in one right um let me find let me google right now um wait um how many justices did bush put on so while he's looking at that um what's your thoughts about it because i feel like whenever yeah um talking about the father the son i'm talking about the son um, he put two justices yeah clarence thomas? no no he put up clarence thomas clarence thomas was doing the time of reagan no, 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 After this, the senior, yes. 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 So basically, here's my thing. Whenever you're a man in power or reaching up in power, 
things that you did in the past will always come up. Whether it's something you post on social media, something that you did as a kid, these things always come up. Me, mm -hmm. I know I got a wild past. So when I started becoming a public figure, I just told the truth. I just played out there. I'm like, yo, this is what I used to do, you know? Yeah. Um, they can't use it against me if I already admitted to it. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But I feel like, I don't know. I don't know about these women, you know? For any woman that I might have heard in the past, I apologize right now. Because I don't know where I'm going to go in a few months, a few years. But sometimes they come out. Sometimes it's someone pushing them that you don't see the hand that pushes them up front to the spotlight. And be like, hey, this person's coming up. We need you to form a distraction and move that person out. What do y'all think about that? Well, I just learned, you know, growing up, like, not to touch, not to come in women's space, not to touch women, you know what I'm saying? So you got to be very careful, especially with this. Bill Cosby situation. How do you guys feel about too, that? Uh, how do they, they put Bill Cosby in jail? Come on. You know, what, what happened to the other guy from the studio? Uh, There's a lot of guys from Harvey Weinstein, yeah, from yeah, um, 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 Charlie Sheen. Yeah. A lot of these guys. Charlie Rose. Yeah. These guys had syndicate shows. Yeah. And the crazy part is Bill Cosby wasn't found guilty of rape. He was found guilty of sexual assault. Um, in regards to Bill Cosby, I feel like he is kind of old. I don't feel like at his age he could be a sexual predator, especially because he's blind. He's legally blind, and he's an old man. So does that mean he, he can't see at all? He can't see legally. Legally, his eyesight does not reach the legal limit to be so basically, a so, person that can see. What mean, so, so he could see us like this? Not yeah. really. Close up? I don't know. Uh -huh. So it's legally, but they can't see at all no more? He's not blind, blind, where he can't see at all, but his vision is probably very blurry because he said he fell down the stairs. Wow, yeah. yeah. He used to have a caretaker, someone that holds his hand and helps him walk. Wow. And he walks with a cane too and they took away his cane when he went to jail because he can use it as a weapon, I guess. Wow. They should put him in, first off, they shouldn't put him in jail because they could at least give him house arrest because he's very old. You That's know? a fact. Um, but if they were to put him in jail, I feel like they should put him in the same jail as Bernie Madoff. That, that jail is like a garden where they go and they chill. They just hang outside. It doesn't even look like a jail. It's like a little, look like a white a country house. Yeah, like a country club, and then there's like grass that you can chill in the front and just hang out. How, how long Brittany Rader gonna be in jail for? I think for the rest of his life. You sure for real? Yeah. Wow. Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff is is old. He like in what 60s, 70s? Wow. Yeah. And he got like 50 something years, 100 or so, 60 years or something. So like how that. long will Bernie Madoff do in jail? Yeah. Bernie Madoff. He got. Damn. They gave him 150. Yeah. yeah. You don't see the light of day. No. Wow. And one of his sons killed himself. Already? Before, before he was even. Convicted, Bernie Madoff stole close. I think he he he, he stole a, a billion dollars, if not more. Yeah, because he was he was Jewish, so he was getting money from all the Jewish charities. He was getting money from the New York Mets. He was getting money from a lot of different people. And the more people came in, he would just give the the new he would give the old people the new people's money, basically. Yeah, shout to Irve Jean Baptiste, my my my. My man's always on the checkout, always supporting us, always looking out. Shout to you. He said, yeah, from Massachusetts. He said, greatest party scheme in the history of the planet. You're right. Greatest party scheme. I read up on, on that and I saw the movie. He was a genius, to be honest with you. He was a genius. He was a genius. He had it going uh, yeah. for years. But that's how he got caught. He got caught because the paperwork did not match up. And I think someone started snitching. As in, like, every single thing that he was doing was in-house. Like, the paperwork was fake. 
Um, the the plans was fake. Everything was fake. He had he had a he had his daughter working for him. His son working for him. He had some other girl who was a lawyer. She was related to him somehow. She faked the books and she did all the legal work. Then his sons they helped bring in people. And then he also had rich friends too. Like he had a lot of. He had a lot of rich friends, and then he had friends that introduced him to other rich friends. And then so he just kept it moving, kept it moving, kept it moving. Like, he, but when he got caught, he had a lot, like a sixty million dollar penthouse. He had like money, like he had. But money. my thing is that he was rich, so what would he need for him to do that? If he was rich already. No, he wasn't that rich. Okay. But you know, American greed. Like, the more money you have, the more money you want. Mmm, that's fast. Why not? Mm-hmm. Basically, he told everyone that people were making money, so. He came so respected that no one investigated it. Yeah, exactly. He had, it was like one of those things that was too big to fail. But once once the recession hit and once money slowed down and not that much people were coming in, it wasn't money to pay off the old people, basically. It's like if I create a group, right, me and you, right, and we start off with $100. And then we like, yo, oh, 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 to come in our group and invest $50, we'll give you $100. But really it's the $100 that that me and you already had. So Arthur comes in, Arthur gives us $100. And we're like, all right, Arthur, but you got to pay a fee of $50. So now we got $50 back because we gave him 100 he gave us back 50 So I'm like, Arthur, bring two of your friends. Tell them the same thing. Bring 50-50. Now we got 150 for ourselves. And we're like, yo, bring more people. When they bring two more people, we pay them off of the two people that they just brought in. Then when you bring in big companies, that's like 100, 200 people all at one time. So the more people keep coming in, the more money we make. Then when he brought in the Mets, you know, that, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> the Mets? Yeah, like yeah. the Mets was under him. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You're talking about a baseball organization. Man. That's yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Money from new investors to cover losses. He said, yeah, wow, wow, wow. So the more new people came in, the more money he had to, to hide it. It's when the people stopped investing. That's when, it's when they try to cash out. And they like, yo, we want all our money right now. And he didn't have enough money to pay back the investors. That's when he got caught. And that's when the, the, the tax fraud came in and they didn't want to investigate his books. And when they investigated the books, the woman who was the bookkeeper, she was like, she's like, we made these books in-house. Like, there's nothing backing up these books. These books are fake. Like, I'll write them in the book and make it look like it is something that it's not. Wow. He said, he said, a celebrity said, a ton of them are in. Salute to my cousin Reggie, I see you, cuz. Salute to Shout out to Candace, I see Candace too. Shout out to everybody that's watching and everybody that's supporting, man. That's cool, that's cool. cool. Um, I want to give Eric, Eric um, a shout out, man. I want to let you know that please um, repost our um, flyer. If you can make a video, that would be appreciated. We want to cut about 60,000 boxes of diapers and everything like that. We need you guys to please donate to our cause. You know, we did a lot of great things last year. Towards the end of next year, towards the beginning of next year, we're going to do some big things as well, too. So we definitely need your support and everything like that. Yeah, and on top of that, we ask you guys just to keep praying for us. You know, we still got that pending 501c3 status. You know, once we get that, we take it straight off. You know, this is going to be something for not only us, but for the black community, everybody that look up to us, everybody Facts. that knows us, everybody that's related or incorporated with us, you know. If we win, we all win. You already know I'm not selfish, Sandy's not selfish. Facts. So, and we're trying to help out the whole entire community. Like, you you seen how we did off the strength of just the show and the GoFundMe. So, imagine if we had, like, corporate sponsors backing us up or government funding, you know? Just imagine. Fire. Yeah, that's Very a fire, fact. That's fire. a fact. Um, how you feel about Obama? Um, how you feel about um, Trump's blatant disrespect, man? 
Well, we have to understand that Trump is an elder gentleman and so much lewd acts that's never been actually published or he got caught doing it. But, you know, they had a little thing on him when he was telling this guy by the bus or how he grabbed the woman and this and that and the other. But I really don't really appreciate that because I have a mother and I have a sister. And for the love of the uh, my my family love, if that was my mother or my sister or something like that that he did, I would look to do something to him. But we have to understand that this man has been dealing, and he's been having his way for so long, doing whatever he wanted to do because this is a white man. He got money. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You know, I mean, he can go in before a court in the justice system. He got money to buy the judges change the decisions and stuff like that so i really don't i really don't appreciate it i'm hoping that in the next election year that we all black people well, there's one coming up there's um there's this one in november there's a lot of people in congress senate you know we have to vote yeah definitely we have to vote definitely we have to get the people that we need to get in there to change our lives that's a fact as well as the lives of our generation that's coming mm. do, do you think that they're gonna want trump to be able to just ride it out after the four years, then somebody else come in. Well, they have a lot of they have a lot of people that's qualified. To, you know, now that they don't open the market, they like anybody of color now can come in if they get the right amount of votes. They can be president. You saw that with Obama. Facts. So now all this political hierarchy and this wow. drama and stuff like that this is all to take the focus off what it is that we yeah. really need to do the entire stuff yeah they said that you know do you feel like america's ready for a woman president i think america needs a woman president i don't think so they said that there would be more likely another black president before a woman president why do you think it's that that's what they say. Yeah. Right. Anybody says that. Why, why do you think that? Wait, wait. When we say black, do you mean like fully, like fully black? Fully black or half black? Half fully black. black. Because we go back 50, 60 years, they would say, oh, if you have a little inch of black in you, you're black. But now we go to 2018, 2017 when Obama was president, they said that, no, he's not black. He's half white, half black. Uh, black. So they claiming it. So when you say black, we're talking about black, like black, 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 African black, African American black. It would have to be a perfect straight arrow, straight A. That's a fact. Ivy League. Because they have a prominent, rich, black, clean man. Yeah, fact. Because they have, they have, they have. Who they have in mind? This, this, this governor, this, this governor um, who's running from Florida right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, okay. they talking about him. Okay. They also talking about. Yeah, Gilliam, yeah, Gilliam. I think he's gonna definitely win. Kick the door for Florida. Okay. Um, they're also looking at my man Corey Booker. Oh. He's. Is he gay? I don't know. As long as you do what, what you makes you do. happy, yeah. that's your business. Yeah. As long as you do what you I just follow do. my principles. You know what I'm saying? That's all that is. Politically, he sold out New Jersey. You think so? Yes, he did. How did he sell New Jersey? I thought he was a good man. He sold out New Jersey. How sold New Jersey? How? Basically, Corey Booker gave a lot of contracts to people. 
that was supposed to come in and do what they're doing for Brooklyn now in New Jersey. Because it was a lot of drugs and they did. Remember, Jersey was more prominent than, than New York at one time. That's a fact. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? What happened? I don't know. Like I said, you know, economic situation, yeah. drugs, you put drugs in our neighborhood. And I mean, people that's desolated, destitute, you know, I mean, if it's dead, you think they ain't going to um, indulge and take part? Yeah, that's why they got Chris Murphy now. Yeah, well. We have to see what he's going to do. Not facts. You know what I mean? Because the legalization of marijuana now is controlled by but corporations. To, but it has to be legalized. It has to. I mean, it's, it's, it's working in California. Yeah. It's working well in Washington. Denver. Denver. And I heard also, too, that they're going to repeal a lot of cases where people sold. Listen, this, yo, this is <laughs> a different situation. It's up for vote in New York. I feel, listen, I, this is what I feel, man. This is what I feel. Like, I feel that the white supremacists, they did a lot of black people dirty. Yeah. They messed up their record. Uh-huh. So when they made, so what, because they knew, they knew eventually it was going to be legal, so yeah. they could get their hand on it to mess people with their records. But you got to understand. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. But you, you got to understand, if you have corporations controlling it, so it's just going back to the same formulation of what our American government has been, you know, distorting on us as black people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because now the corporations is controlling. Well, all right, now they're taking the very same economic dollars that you may use to do something else out of your pocket because now you got to go to the man instead of the underground man. You understand oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, fact. So, you know, it, it really but, 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 but the thing is that people in those states who sell, who have like, like um, um, dispensary shops. But I heard it's hard to get the license. It's hard to get the license, but. Why I mean, is it hard to get the license for? It's hard to get any license. Because it takes money. Money is power. It's hard to get a liquor license. hard to get a food license. It's hard to get the license to open up. A large amount. It was hard for me to get a TLC license. They don't make those stuff. No, 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 no. It's, it's, what do you mean when it's hard? Like, 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 they it's need hard money because they do background check, they do drug tests, they do um, credit checks sometimes. Then they make you take a test, and then they make you pay for classes. It's not like they just hand it. To and they handed it to you. It's not like you go like the high school, like four years of high school. You went to school. You didn't have to pay. Yeah. You might have had to pay for lunch, but I mean, you know. So the only lunch we're gonna take a test. You probably do, because you got to get with the fire department. And anytime you own a building, you got to get with the fire department. You got to know how to use the fire machine thing. Like, you got to run fire drills and all that in your building. You got to learn the fire switchboard. On top of that, you got to, it's a lot of different stuff, a lot of different stuff. Um, Even for the TLC, altogether, it probably cost me between three and $4,000, if not more. And that's just for a TLC license. So... Once you become once once you have a TLC license, you'll become an independent contractor. Then you running your own business with a car. Like that's a business. You partner up with Uber or Lyft, and you're a partner, which means you pay them their fee, but the money comes to you. You, wow. you get based on what you work. So that's like a business in itself. It's something every day. Yeah. 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 See, it's always something. It's it's always a technology into this game. You know what I mean? Because the power is to be. Yeah. Have held this power. This. There have been generations of legacies, and they don't want to release this. 
And even with Because they know. And even with that, before they had a monopoly with the yellow tag, I mean, with the yellow cows and the medallions, and those medallions were millions of dollars at one point. At one point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Shout out to my son, Akon. And then, and then. Shout out to Akon, baby. And then Uber came in and Uber changed the, changed the whole game because they made that for hire thing like for hire. Basically, you hire me through this company to do the job and you, you pay me directly. But companies were still making money though, right? They weren't making money to the point where some of them were killing themselves because they owed money. And, and to the point where the city had to step in and put and put a restriction on Uber so that Uber can't hire as much drivers anymore so that the TLC could start making money. Because at one point, a cab driver could make anywhere between forty to sixty to 80000 a year. But then when the Uber came on, these dudes, there's people that was doing Uber that was making seventy, eighty thousand a year yeah. at one point. So it, kept it, it changed the game and leveled the playing field. Yeah. You see, and anytime, so yeah. yeah, anytime, anytime, mm. when you have an entity that's been like going on for so long, like like the legacy of entities that's been going on for so long, it's hard to break the monotony on the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because when you when they see you rising up to try to break the monotony on the game, they always throw something else in there to make it at least harder for you. Especially so for the colored man. Exactly. But so you have to right, Yeah. They don't do right man too? They did it to Bill Gates with the computer. Well that's a fact. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I take that back, bro. At, at one point there was windows on almost every computer made. Right. Every single computer. Then the government sued them. Same thing with the um the Rockefellers. That owned, what was it though, Rockefeller? It's control, bro. That owned those. It's all about control. It's all about the monopoly. Money is power. Facts. But sometimes when you make more money, too much money, the government comes and steps in. Steps in. They say you try to monopolize the situation. Wow. Yeah, you become almost bigger than the government itself. Right. Recently, they came at the guy, Elon Musk, recently. Yeah, yeah, who owns Tesla because, you know, he almost had a monopoly on the luxury electronic car game. And so he was wilding, like he was doing all type of stuff. He was working 150 hours a week, smoking weed on TV, wilding. And then the investors <laughs> and the government people was like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah. So they took his company from him. So, so now he had to step down from CEO for three years. So for three years, he got less of my So basically, what is the cap limit for them, for the government? So if you're making how much money? It's not that if you make it too much money. Is if, if you're in the game and there's no, and there's not really no competition. Wow. Yeah. It's like Ivan Bosky. How can you take one man and he can corner the whole stock market? He ran the world for an hour. Mm-hmm. So every dollar that changed hands that invested into certain goods and services, all that went to him. Mm. Do you know what it is to corner the world for maybe an hour? Mm-hmm. You That's know? a lot of money. That's a lot of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did, that, did that for like 10, 20 years. Until this day, his family's still rich. Until this day. So you do real estate? Yes. That's what I do. Okay, so how long have you been doing it for now? I've been doing real estate for about like 15 years now. And how's that been coming along? Man, listen. In this game, you never lose. Mm. Where? You looking for partners? Yeah, I'm always looking for people. I also do credit. I repair credit. Anybody that has a bad credit score, you come to me, it's not like going to these other people. They make you go through all of this, that, where you got to keep paying them each and every month. You pay one time, 
That's it. You get you a good credit score, and you go out here into the world and do your thing. Say no more. You know what I mean? That's it. And listen, when you learn to grasp the economic power within mm. yourself, say no more. You you be you can become an entity within yourself. Oh, my, oh so for the country, my man said that they did that for AT and T for for a number of years. He said, yeah, yeah. AT and T was Bell Atlantic, then it came AT and T, yeah, and then yeah. it became Verizon. And AT and T went away for a bit, and then it came back, and then Sprint did the cell phones back in the days when they had the flip cell phone was like the internet that came up. Then they then AT and T came back, and then it, no, I think it was cellular or something. Wow, oh, something. Something similar, yeah. Something yeah. similar, and then it became AT and T again. Then AT and T came back, and but now they got Verizon, AT and T, Sprint, and they got Simple Mobile, Clear Mobile. They got all these nonsense now. Yeah, but believe it or not, everybody is up on the one umbrella. Yeah, of course, because it's all connected to one cell tower. Everybody is up on the one umbrella. What does that mean? This means that all right, just like he was breaking it down to you about. Oh, oh, remember they call, call, call it singular now, he says. Yeah, 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 singular, yeah. Wow. It's uh, a fact. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. Um, it's just like what they don't tell you about corporations. You can have a major corporation, but you have subsidiaries to your corporation. In other words, you have sister corporation, brother corporation, but everybody has to pay up to that one person. Yeah. It's like basically having a factory, but then you have little stores that exactly. sell stuff out. Exactly. It's still one big factory. That's it's been going on for a long time. Yeah, of course. That's real. Just like Facebook. You know, Facebook on Instagram, WhatsApp, but they're all under Facebook. But some people in the air, they think it's separate, but not. It's, no, it's not. Oh, Facebook, Facebook WhatsApp too? Yeah. yeah. How do you think this young kid came out and made all of this money? I think for like one billion or two billion, something like that. One billion. One, one billion plus shares in Facebook, and we all know the shares of Facebook went up. So it's like a billion and some change now. Oh, well, what's the, what's no, but, 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 but he didn't buy Twitter, though. No. No. Okay. no he bought but, Instagram. He bought Facebook. He, he bought Instagram. He bought WhatsApp. And he bought that um, VR thing, that virtual reality glasses thing. Okay, cool. okay. Yeah. So, I mean. I, I know my space still exists, but it's for musicians and everything like it's that. It's okay, but once he extracts enough power. Damn. This guy is good. Hey, it's, 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 it's like no, a no-brainer. My man uh, Eric said diversify. What is that? Diversify means that, you know, you just don't put money in one place. You set it in a different situations that can diversify income that can build wealth. That's diversification. So when you guys met each other, man? It was like I said, it was just a, a situation. It was a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I at, though? I mean, he actually met me where I went. Oh, well, okay, so, yeah. so you from the floss? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, we, you know, we started talking. And it just, you know, I just got this vibe from him. I'm saying, what kind know, of vibe you got? I got a good vibe from That's him. That's a fact. You know, good people know good. Real, a, real people do real things. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. So I, I, I really like took on his vibe and I seen the empowerment and the moves that he was making. I was like, wow. Then he was telling me about, well, you know, I do a little TV show and I'm just trying to it's come not up. little, bro. It's not trying to be no, modest. I'm, I'm just, you know, he was being modest. He's a modest guy, bro. <laughs> it's so too modest, bro. But listen, 
We need more young people. That's a like fact. Him. That's a fact. I agree. You know what I'm saying? To, to like bring up the rear, man, because we we are really slumping. Man. That's a we're, fact. We have a lot of work to do, man. You no, know, we we have a, a lot of work to a do. A lot of work. To we do. went through two decades of drug era. Yo, that really, really... It devastated us. Let's look at the Bronx. It devastated The us. Bronx needs it, bro, badly. Yeah. Brooklyn needs it badly, you feel yeah. me? Yeah. And clean up the Bronx now. Not facts, but they still need help, you know what I'm saying? Just that, I don't want to shout out the pastors or door. I just feel like there's more pastors just need to really be yeah. really hands-on in the street and just encourage the guys, you know what I'm saying? You know, but, you know, we're the ones that, 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 that has been doing it and needs to do it, man. They just need hope, you know what I'm saying? Listen, hope, faith, and the love of God. That's a fact. The love of God. Yeah. Back to diversify what we were talking about. Go um, ahead, bro. Basically, there's, there's two things that you can do when it comes to business. You, you can either build something up and keep it for yourself, or you could wait till someone builds up a brand, and then once it gets big enough, you buy it from them. Like, that's the flip. And then you consolidate. Same thing with real estate. You buy a bunch of little small houses, small houses, small houses, small houses. Then when you have enough small houses, you you consolidate them and you can either borrow on them or you can sell them off. That's right. You're smart, man. You're wise. You can buy a hotel, you can buy an apartment building, and then that's when you start going commercial. Commercial is more money than residential. Residential. And once you got a nice commercial. What is commercial? Commercial means that some of these properties that a long time ago in Brooklyn, they had stores underneath them. Mm. So they have economic implications. They're worth more than the actual home dwelling, like the two-family house. Mm -hmm. So now, you got business coming in and out of there. You know what I mean? In other words, in, say if you put a store there, say if you put a vegetable market there, the, st the sustainability, if it's in a neighborhood where it doesn't have it, you're the person that's going to get the business. Mm -hmm. So... That, in turn, gives you the empowerment to reach out to build your community as far as, like, you know, being in touch with the people that you're around every day. See, a lot of people don't understand that our environment and the environment in which we live, if we don't have no kind of unity within our environment, we're only going to have chaos. It's easy for people to come in and infiltrate, put a drug in a neighborhood that nobody ain't never seen, heard, and, you know, like this K2 epidemic. You, you exactly. Just zombies, man. Zombies. Like they K2, where zombies. did they come from? It's a oh, but but they weren't doing it. It's just white people. Oh, yeah. Black people were doing it. in a shelter where you yeah. see zombies outside, bro. Like, they can't control something. Like, they do themselves. They throw up and roll around. They it's crazy. They laugh like, like the Joker. Like, they don't know where they are or what they're doing. Wow. They don't smoke till their fingers burn and their fingers change color. Like, it's crazy, man. Out here in the streets. And that's a synthetic marijuana that was created by the government for people that's on parole and probation so that they could smoke. And you know, it was supposed to like ease out the people, make them relax, like keep them docile. Is that the word docile? Like just make them chill and just relax, you know? Right. And it's cheaper than weed, way cheaper. And they had them in corner stores and grocery stores at one point. And then up until it became an epidemic and people started bugging out in the streets and it became, um, it became a quality of life issue, and then the mayor had to step in and ban it. Same thing with opioids. Mm. When um, the opioids was first introduced to America in the 50s, mm. doctors, lawyers, these were the professional people that were supposed yeah. to be there to help you, you know, 
better your life, not, you know, the other ones that's taking the drugs. So now they started, yes, yeah, it started getting into the middle class homes of white so-called American people. Now it's an epidemic. Richard Price said it. You know what I mean? Same thing with cocaine. Facts. You know, it, it was a lot of things that went on that, you know. Cocaine was a rich person's drug. Exactly. It still, is. It, it still is a rich person's drug. It, was, it wasn't a drug for us. Well, they got cut and became coke, then became But cheese. people die from coke, though, right? People die from coke. Yeah, yeah people yeah. die from coke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's you get an OD on coke, but I mean, the thing is how the technology that they ran on us, they ran two blackouts on us to take our minds off bringing in drugs to America. Now, once they, the blackouts, they leave the neighborhood devastated and everything, now this drug is... How do you feel about countries that make cocaine legal? There's countries that do make cocaine legal, right? Uh, I'm not too sure about that. Sure, yeah. like, like, like Amsterdam. Well, Amsterdam is basically like marijuana, you know. Because they, I don't know, some kind of law they can grow marijuana for days in Amsterdam. They even sell seeds that they can send you from Amsterdam to America. Wow. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What's the cause? Wow, I must every day. But there is, I, I think there is countries where cocaine is legal but i feel like it, it wouldn't be a good thing if we made cocaine legal that's yeah. right that's right yeah. i think <laughs> yeah. it's, it's no. one thing but right. cocaine, cocaine is right. it's like what yeah so, destruction of you know so, another destruction of neighborhoods and it, it, it did a lot, it did so much it killed so many people you know i i can count on my hands Five people that I were really close to that are dead as a result of this cocaine epidemic. That's a fact. So listen, before we close, I want to just give a verse for the night. Because uh -huh. it's 856. 1 John chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. Yeah. It says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. So before um, we close... Oh, shout out to my cousin Marie, I see you. Cocaine oh. is legal in Colombia. Oh, it's legal in Colombia? Obviously. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's of course. Um, since 1994, a possession of one gram of cocaine has been legal for personal use. Funny thing is, when my sister went to Colombia, she said that even on the beach, they try to sell you cocaine. That's uh, real. Yeah. On that timing. Um, Bolivia, too. Mm -hmm. um, Mexico, a half a gram in Mexico. Peru, um, up to two grams. And... Uh, Portugal, up to two grams. Um, on America, legal medically, cocaine is a Schedule Two drug under the Controlled Substance is available in a liquid prescription for use in hospitals or in medical surgery centers, but not available for prescription. Wow! So they can give it to you in the hospital. Mm -hmm. You know, they give you methadone. Yeah, yeah. methadone is, is you know, cocaine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They start you off with a high dose and give you a little, 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 little bit of dose until you straight come off. But they give you it like a liquid form until you drink, drink it. it yeah. That's right. And weed you off. So with that being said, um, I just go first. I want to thank each and every one of you guys for watching. I want to shout out my man, Pharrell, who wants to help us. Um, in regards to this diaper tour, I want to shout him out. Um, he looked out for us last year for the turkey drive. He gave us half, so we, um, we got to talk to him tomorrow to make things work. So just keep us in your prayers and keep supporting us, whatever you guys can give, so we can make it happen. And we'll keep you posted with our non-for-profit status as soon as possible. 
Shout to Marie Kamal. I'm guessing that's a family member. Yes, Pat. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Marcia Lewis. She said night night guys. Shout out to Marcia. She's been supporting since day one. Closing thoughts, Arthur, what you got? God bless all our people and let's try to make this a better world. Amen, amen. Um my closing thought is I feel like everybody should 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 wake up, you know. I'm as funny as it may sound, I think everybody should wake up. Um in the book of John, John eleven I believe is the story of Lazarus. And where Jesus tells the disciples that Lazarus is sleeping, but really he's dead. But Jesus said, I'm going to go wake him up. A lot of us be waiting for someone else to wake us up, but I feel like a lot of us need to wake up for ourselves. Um, a lot of us are sleepwalking, um, either because of what Arthur said, the drugs, or because of what Sandy said, ignorance, or the lack of education. But I think a lot of people need to just wake up and see what's going on, especially our people in Brooklyn. It's going to come a time where the only place that we're going to be able to afford is NYCHA. For those that don't know NYCHA, that's New York City um, New York City Housing. For those that don't know, that's the project. So a lot of us are going to end up living in there because we won't be able to afford the houses, you know. Um, I think we need to build generational wealth so that we can pass on to these children because right now the only thing they inherited is project apartments and, wow. and debt. So I think we need to work on that as a people. And I'm happy that the real world is back. We see you guys next week. Um, shout out to everybody that's watching. Shout out to everybody subscribe to the YouTube. YouTube.com backslash C backslash The Real World TV. You know, we're doing that diaper drive. You can go and donate. Shout out to all people that donated. Um, GoFundMe.com backslash The Real Word. GoFundMe.com backslash The Real Word. Um, it's always a pleasure. Shout out to Arthur for coming out and supporting. Thank you. Shout out to Sanders for always being here with me. Shout out to everybody that watched tonight. Shout out to everybody that watched live. Everybody that's watching on TV. We thank you all. God bless. And Close out with a prayer. Yes. Father, we pray that you continue to order our steps, strengthen us, and keep us, and be with the viewers, Lord, as they watch this segment. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. We'll see you next week. Much love. Blessings. You. Next week, guys.